Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. And welcome to our podcast today entitled, The Door is Open. We have a little nickname for our church, the Log Cabin. We often say we're the friendly church behind the red doors. As people drive down the street of our neighborhood, we have a beautiful stone church. It's very historic. It's uh, very stunning. But people always remark on the beautiful red doors. When a couple get married in our church, it's a tradition that there's always at least one wedding picture of the bridal couple in front of these beautiful red doors. You know, in life, we always encounter doors. Some are more theological, spiritual, kind of an emotional door that we have to walk through. We all have experienced doors that are closed in our lives where something has happened and we can't move forward. And then we've experienced the the blessing of openings where we walk through a new opportunity. Doors in our world are used for access and egress, coming and going. There are trap doors and there's steel doors that are fire rated. Uh, In my house, we have two garage doors that we use every day. A woman in my church was telling me about a house she lived in many years ago that had Dutch doors. You know, those are the doors that there was a top and a bottom, and you could just open the top door and look outside. Those those are pretty cool. I don't see many Dutch doors anymore. Do you remember when you used to check into a hotel? They'd give you an actual key, and now everything's electronic. And some companies have doors that have uh, keypads where you put in your passcode. Some have eye scans where you look into a machine and looks at the pigment in your eyes. And then some doors have palm scans. Doors have become very complicated, haven't they? Just like the doors that we walk through sometimes that are open and sometimes that are closed. You know, in Scripture, Christ gave us an image of him being the doorkeeper. And in in passages in the scripture, he mentions, I hold the key. There are doors that Jesus opens, and there are doors that Jesus shuts. And Jesus reminds us that he is the doorkeeper. He's the gatekeeper. When we read in the Old Testament, Abraham sits at the door of his tent, and he's waiting on God. Moses is instructed to build the doors of the tabernacle. So many times in Scripture, there are doors that are often symbolic. What kind of doors should our church have? When I think about our church and Christian churches uh, around the world, I would think that we would be open and accepting to anyone who came into our doors, regardless of their faith background, their own personal spirituality, their cultural background, their racial background. God invites us into his presence, and we're all God's children. What type of doors should we have? In our lives, should we also have that same standard of being loving and accepting of all who enter into our lives? I would think so. Scripture often talks about open doors of grace and mercy and love, And I think often of the story of Jacob. You think of Jacob in the Old Testament. He was born to Isaac and Rebekah. And he wasn't the most honest person earlier in his life. He stole the birthright from his brother Esau. Then, later on in life, involved in a lot of trickery, 
But then the tables were turned on him because he fell in love with a woman, but his father-in-law tricked him into marrying the sister of the woman he loved. Then, in order to win her hand in marriage, he had to work and wait seven years in order to marry the person he loved. But God turned him around, and he was able not to hit that closed door, but go into an open door, and God blessed him. And, you know, God was able to use him in a wonderful way. What is God teaching us through this story? Well, I think we have to learn that there's no perfect people, (laughs) there's no perfect families, and then there's no perfect churches. So when we put our eyes on Christ, we have to realize that sometimes in life it's best to follow the path God has given us and not to wander off. There's open doors of grace and mercy and love, as we've seen in the story of Jacob. But what about open doors for blessings and miracles? Jesus spoke about a door that no one can shut. So not a physical door, but a spiritual door. And that is a door that is open to new opportunities and blessings and miracles. When we are open to God's directions in our lives, we open up our lives to great opportunities and blessings. What type of a miracle do you need today? Talking about opportunities, blessings, and miracles. What is a need that you have in life that you're saying, I really need this miracle? God uses ordinary people in our lives. You know, Moses goes through a door in the desert, and he's transformed from being just a shepherd boy to becoming the lawgiver and the person God used to rescue his people from Egypt. God takes the ordinary people and gives them an extraordinary task. Every church and every person can help to open doors in our lives. We don't always know what God has in store for us. What door does he want us to walk through or to help others walk through? Open doors in our lives, open doors for people to experience the true love of God. And as we open the doors, we're opening our heart. Open doors for grace, open doors for blessings and miracles. My prayer for you is that you'll keep your eyes on Christ and may your doors be open to great opportunities and great blessings. Thank you and God bless you.